Good evening, you fantastic and glorious degenerates of this floating rock that we call Earth. Welcome to Off the Wire. I am your host, Noel Olin, aka the Cajun Libertarian, and we already have some fantastic comments in the comments section. It's going to be an absolutely fantastic night tonight. I encourage you to stick with us all the way through because I have an amazingly special guest joining me tonight. His name is Kyle Becker. He's the CEO of Becker News, also has been an associate producer and writer for Fox News, as seen on Blaze TV, Tim Cast, uh, The Rubin Report, uh, probably uh, an amazing amount of things that I'm missing him, uh, a missing that I am missing here, sorry. Uh, I'll let him kind of lay that out. But you are going to want to catch this, right? Let me explain why right at the front end, because what we have going on right now in the Senate is an expansion of the surveillance state of which we've never seen before. Now, you might be asking yourself, Noah, how could that possibly be the case when we've already seen such a massive expansion of said surveillance state? Well, I got news for you. They ain't giving up. Guess what? Our fight should never ever have one ounce of laziness or giving upness or relinquish anything to these tyrants whatsoever. Also, the World Health Organization pushing for a one-world government. Now, why are these two things spectacularly important? Both of these articles are written by Kyle Becker, the man of the evening the guest tonight. So let's dig into these because you are going to find some information that may be alarming, I guess, to say the least, to spare the, the, the freaking, you know, the, uh, the, 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 the fear porn, right? Let, let's keep away from that. And let's just stick with the objective truths. But the objective truth is the fact that these people are doing this. They aren't stopping. They have no rest and they will not relent. So we, as the people fighting for liberty and independence from a tyrannical government, we have to be engaged and we have to be informed. This is going to be an absolutely epic episode. You do not want to miss any minute of this episode. So let's go right now on Off the Wire. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to Off the Wire. Before we get started, please like, share, and subscribe to the show. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget YouTube, and you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter. Also, please go follow Kyle Becker on Twitter. He has like 400,000 followers or close to it, something crazy, but he needs your support. You can subscribe to his Substack as well. This episode is brought to you by, some of you may already know the answer, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. 
at underscore infinite zeal. That's I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E-Z-E-A-L. Capital I, capital Z. That's at underscore infinite zeal. I-N-F-I-N-I-T-E-Z-A-Z-E-A-L. My bad. So please go follow Infinite Zeal on Twitter and check out the link in his bio. That being said, let's do something that I really enjoy doing. Let's kick off this episode with some funny before we get into the very heavy, heavy stuff. So, one of your favorite segments from my my daily lunch show. Yes, you guessed it. Ladies and gentlemen, your president of these United States. <laughs> it's a, the guy gives me great content. What do you want me to do? He's great. You know, content-wise, he's great. So we're gonna we're gonna do it. There you go. And Joan Shanghai Shanga Koala. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I got him. Look, we're going to mock him, right? It's probably wrong to mock a dementia patient. But here we are in 2023 with the dementia patient as the president, literally giving us gaps on a daily basis. And it's remarkable. That being said, thank you for joining us. This is going to be an outstanding episode. So here we go. My guest and uh, hopefully Soon to be very much a friend, which we have grown a very good relationship over the past 24 hours or so. Kyle Becker. You got it, Noel. Let's do <laughs> this. Let's 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 rock this out. Let's lay it out for the people. Because Kyle, we got a lot you. of a lot of heavy chisnit coming down right. on us, and we and we gotta lay it out because uh, you know, there's there's almost two, you know, look, man, I, I worry at Fox News. I, I was one of the top social media managers in the in the world, probably. I mean, like just metrics wise, like just objectively speaking, it's almost too much for for me to cover. But I think you have really narrowed down on on a couple of the biggest stories in the world for Americans to know. And uh, and uh, you know, let's get to it. I, I, I'm excited, and uh, you know, let's lay it bare for people. Let's break it down. Yeah. Thank you, my friend. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you joining me truly. And um, I, I can't thank you enough for the work that you've done. As I've told you before, in some of my mo more frequent or you know, honest uh, audience members of the show, they know for a fact that there has been one article on this show that I have read word for word, and it was from you. And you are a great writer. Thank you. you what you do is you lay things out, and it's in a beautiful manner. And I cannot thank you enough for the work that you put in, which is heavily dedicated to the truth. In my opinion, am I wrong That's about exactly that? Exactly Right. That's right. You're right. Excellent. Right. Excellent. All right. So let's get into this first story. This is from Kyle Becker news, as I told y'all before, but if you're just now joining Kyle Becker, an amazing journalist and writer is joining us tonight. He wrote both of the articles that we're going to be talking about tonight. And, of course, we're going to go over a wide variety of things all across the spectrum. And we're going to see how this goes and where it goes. Stay with us because this is an important episode. But this first article is from Kyle Becker himself. The header says, New Senate bill would create federal agency to 
police Americans for quote unquote misinformation and hate speech. This is by you, sir, on May 18, 2023. Let me read this paragraph and then I want your thoughts on it. A new Senate bill would create a federal agency to police Americans speech for quote unquote disinformation and quote unquote hate speech if passed by the Congress. The bill was borough forth or brought forth by uh, Colorado U.S. Senator Michael Benet or Bennett. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right, but yeah. uh, Benet, Bennett, same thing, yeah. right? Right. And it is dubbed the Digital Platform Commission Act. I want everyone to hear this. The Digital Platform Commission Act for the acronym. It's DPCA. As right. the senator announced, the legislation would, quote unquote, create an expert federal body empowered to, to provide, sorry, comprehensive sector specific regulation of digital platforms to protect consumers, promote competition, and defend the public interest, end quote. Quote, the new federal digital, digital platform commission, the D, the FDC, oh man, I messed that up all, all yeah, kinds of Yeah, a lot of acronyms. Yeah, alphabet yeah. soup, right? Yeah, no. alphabet <laughs> soup for sure. The FDPC, the Federal Digital Platform Commission, would have the mandate, jurisdiction, and broad set of tools to develop and enforce thoughtful guardrails for a sector that has been left for too long to write its own rules. With serious consequences for everything from teen mental health to disinformation to anti-competitive practices that have hurt small businesses, the senator says. Now, I want to end that uh, paragraph from your from the very front end of your article right there. Yeah. Look, they always disguise their tyranny in these euphemistic ways, in totally. these attempts to... Sell it to us, Kyle, as a good thing. Now, you've written past this. You've seen past it. What is to come from this? And, and, and what should the American people do about it? And what should we be alarmed about? So I think anytime that someone points to a panel of experts on any subject matter, as citizens, <laughs> we should be alarmed right off the bat because – this appeal to authority is a historic uh, sort of, uh, you know, a, a, a sort of guise that uh, autocrats yes. and, uh, and aristocrats point to in order to determine what's best for us, the people. Well, our, our founding fathers were right to reform this system that we saw back in the 18th century, the 17th century and before, where we had supposedly noble betters decide for us what is best for us this was debunked completely by the enlightenment our founding fathers of the american revolution were right to attack this head on john locke for example in the enlightenment uh he was right to take on this this uh this 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 sort of monarchical elitist sense of ruling over us and telling us what our opinion should be we should decide the opinions for ourselves and we can only get to the best answer about what is, what is for the good for this public and for the country by debating it out. That is what representative government is about. That's why we established a Congress to begin with. The only reasons that, that they are up there 
to begin with is because we elected them and they represent our, the will of the people in the That's Congress. Right. It is not to go up there and to dictate over us what they think or what supposed experts that they hire, bribe, or influence to tell us what the, or the prevailing consensus or opinion should be. We have a stake in this country. Our kids have a stake in this country. And we have representative governments so that the government of the United States represents us does not represent experts, does not rec- represent so-called uh, people, people who know better, public health officials or uh, you know education experts or any other kind of experts. They are there to represent us. We are citizens of this country. We are stakeholders. We get to decide how our lives are going to be lived, not some faraway aristocrats out of Washington, D.C. So- that's what this this represents to me is a threat to the entire core of Western civilization. Uh, it's it's overturning the Enlightenment. It's tr- overturning all the progress we've made over hundreds of years in the United States and going back to a very regressive, backwards-looking, dark ages way of looking at what government is supposed to do. Government is supposed to represent the will of the people. We are the people, and they get to decide what happens to our country, not these uh, experts that they bribed and bought off, Noel. And, that, and that's yep. what this this uh, legislation constitutes to me as a threat. I 1,000% agree. There's no way you can't argue otherwise, in my opinion. What's happening here is, like I've uh, entitled and captioned this episode with, in our promo that I gave to you, is that this is just an expansion on a mass level of the surveillance state. And in my opinion, what we're looking at is a bipartisan. And my God, every time I freaking hear that word, when I hear bipartisan, I hear anti-American people every single time. I'm sorry if everyone gets offended about that. That's what that is to me. It's like every time you hear this, oh, this is a bipartisan effort. That means it's something that will benefit the elites and the people that are gaining financial uh, profit in Congress by insider trading or profiteering or anything in between or otherwise. And you lose. You, the American person, loses. And now we're seeing this once again, just like with the I I don't want to stay on this real quick, but the TikTok ban. Same thing. It's, oh, we're going to protect you in the name of safety and freedom. Benjamin Franklin, Thomas Edison. uh, I could go through a list of people that says, if you value safety over your liberty, you will get neither and you will receive neither. So this to me is just an extension and really a promotion of what I would consider the George W. Bush Patriot Act. We're just seeing it grow and extend on a massive level. In in a way that that I really don't understand how we can stop it, but well, no, well, that's that's a great. The the Patriot Act is one of the biggest bait and switches in in American history. Uh, We were told that Islamic extremists constituted a threat to America, and that we couldn't allow them to come into our country and penetrate us and threaten us with things like nine eleven, right? And it's soon, like almost within six months, we were all taking off our shoes, taking off our belts, going through the, out, the airport as if we were all ready, presumed to be guilty, and we had to prove ourselves innocent in front of the government. Right. So this was a, a, a great social conditioning experiment where we're now we're into an entire generation, 20 
years plus since 9-11 and people having to be presumed guilty unless uh, they, they prove themselves innocent. And that's the same thing we see with the surveillance state now, Noel, with, with things uh, that, you know, like the DPCA that, that you referenced. We, we have nothing to hide, right? We have nothing to hide from the government, so we should not be opposed to the government uh, inter- you know, uh, surveilling us and, and uh, getting uh, information about everything that we do in this country, where we go, what we buy, who we see, uh, you know, and, and, and this is, this is, it seems to me like the radical left, the progressive left, even like moderate Democrats to some extent who don't understand this, that, you know, they don't seem to understand the constitution cuts exactly to the core, hmm. exactly to the core of the fundamental philosophical issues of why this is wrong. Okay. Right. The fifth amendment, for example, you know, we, we have the right to uh, privacy. We have the right to be presumed uh, innocent uh, and, and, unless proven guilty, right? So, yep. so the Surveillance Act flies in front of the Constitution. The Constitution was written by people who were very foresighted. They knew what the core issues of a tyrannical government were. And, and the then and the boundaries that they're likely to overstep. And so our constitution is a great fundamental basis for expanding out uh upon what the lo- what the uh extemporaneous exigencies are because yeah. they cut to the philosophical issues. So the constitution is not outdated in any sense, way, manner, or form. Uh, so we can apply them to the surveillance state, like what you're talking about and right. see that they are not, th- that, that the NSA, the FBI, the CIA are operating without the consent of the government, of the, the governed. They are violating their constitutional oaths. They are infringing upon our natural rights. And we as Americans have the right to be outraged and question the, legit- the legitimacy of a government that carries out these actions in defiance of the will of the people. Yeah, are they it, it, violating the social contract? I would argue yes. Uh, uh, should they be reined in by the U.S. Congress and representative government? Absolutely. And this will require action and not mere words and talk and discussion and hearings and media appearances and more claptrap being sent out of, upon the airwaves. It's going to take an act of Congress. So I uh, encourage people to support the Disclose Act. For example, call your yes. senators. Yes. Look up the Disclose Act. It makes sure that the government cannot reach out to big tech companies and engage in censorship and engage in suppression and engage in election interference. Look at the RAIN Act that Thomas Massey of Kentucky has proposed. Uh, that will make yes. sure that these government bureaucrats will be held accountable and they can be fired for infringing on their rights and engaging in partisan activities. So, you know, there is action that we can take out there, American, and I encourage you to stay involved, stay engaged. Don't be demoralized because that is what the activities of the mainstream media and this U.S. government are looking to get from us citizens is to be complacent. And eternal vigilance is the price of liberty. And if we don't fight for it now, we're going to lose it, not just for ourselves, but our children, our grandchildren. And 
we need to look at concrete actions that we can take that are reasonable and to to you know and to support and to back and and to remain you know remain engaged uh as as citizens and, yeah. and just don't give up and that's all i got to say about that yeah uh, no no that's absolutely excellent i want to uh, i want to highlight something that you just referenced because i think it's so freaking important that people know about this and i believe correct me if i'm wrong Kyle but i believe it's tucked into the um the debt ceiling uh, bill package which is called the rain act from Rand paul it's outstanding um it should have our 100 backing am i wrong about it being packed into the the debt ceiling situation you know, I, I saw thomas Ma massey was uh promoting it and i'm sure uh, Rand paul supports it and i and i you know i believe it it was its own standalone act and if they tucked yeah. it into there uh you know it's a negotiating leverage uh That's you know right. so much the better but you know it could be uh, you know, something that the Democrats don't want to support. And uh, I'm sure they're going to cry foul because they're, they're big allies with big, with big tech. And, uh, yes. and, and so, you know, I would like to see a standalone vote on this, but if, the, if they tucked in there, um, you know, I, you know, I, I, I just, uh, I, I think, I think it's very crucial that we get them on the record saying that we don't have the right to freedom of speech and we don't have the right to, to disagree with them politically <laughs> and that they support big tech censorship, which is, we all know that's to be the case. The absolutely. absolutely 100%. Do. There's no doubt about it. There is no question. There's no gray area. We've seen what they've pushed for. We've seen what their advocacy comes in many forms when it comes to silencing the opposition of their opponents. They will label you whatever they can to make you seem a danger to our current climate and society they'll call you a fascist and they don't have any clue what freaking fascism means no they'll no can I, can I chime in on this? nazism sorry go ahead no no i just want to chime in what you're saying they, they argue that we're fascists and nazis for opposing them when actually in reality we just want to be left alone we want Correct. to live our own lives we want to we want to get along with our neighbors we want to just ha have happy prosperous peaceful lives and when they argue against us for being fascist or Nazis, uh, they're simply grasping uh, at whatever words, uh, you know, they're just grasping at straws to to smear us um, when actually we're just arguing against the same kind of government that these these totalitarians in Europe during the 1930s uh, stood for Italy and, and Germany. We don't want our entire lives run by the government. We want a separation of exactly. society and economy and government. Uh, we want, you know, we 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 just want to live our lives without uh, coercion, uh, and and that's what government is. It's coercion, and and we think that we have a better way of relating to people, you know, between each other. We can do it voluntarily. We can do it in freedom. We can do it with respect. We can do it. Uh, with love and kindness and, and compassion and charity. Amen. And we don't believe that coercion is, is the way to run a fair and just society. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you're 1000% correct. Everybody that's virtue signaling to the other side of that is 100% morally and um, legalistically wrong on every level whatsoever. There's no coherent argument when it comes to the coercion of the federal government, whether it be taxation, whether it be uh, the, the, the incentivization of different sorts of literal cults. What else am I going to call it at this point? Literal cults. They're pushing that agenda with 
very much brainwashed, incentivized cults onto the culture. And this is what I can't stand, Kyle. I get this a lot, right? Because like, oh, well, why are you fighting the culture war? You need to get out of that. Well, what do you want me to fight? Because politics is downstream of culture. So if I'm going to sit here and play sidelines as to what's happening in the culture while you're freaking leftist, democratic, authoritarians just run roughshod over the entire culture and demand without resistance or speed bump whatsoever that they will continue to dominate everything that happens within it. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to listen to you. Your dis your opinion is dismissed, and I will continue to fight the culture war, and I will continue to have people like Kyle on to get into this because guess what? When we're looking at a bill that censors speech online, creating an entirely new federal agency to quote-unquote police hate speech that's a culture war. well and, and, and you know if you don't mind philosophically it makes no sense what what they're supporting they support misinformation on one hand and then say that individuals don't have the right to express their truth about what things are going on in their country so what i'm trying to get to philosophically is the contradiction of subjectivism versus objective yes. reality now if you say that trans people Individuals can define themselves and define their gender and define their sexuality. And the same thing goes for all of these minority protected classes, which I don't believe in. I think we all have individual rights under the law and we should be treated equally under the law. That is a very sensible, universalistic adaptation of the enlightened principles. But let's, let's, let's entertain them as if they're sincere and well-meaning, which they're not. But we'll just entertain that. Okay, subjectively, I can def define my own reality. I can define my own truth. And everybody in society has to humor me and tell me, oh, I'm, you know, I was born with, uh, you know, with male genitalia, but I'm somehow a girl. You, and, and I say I'm a girl, so you have to say I'm a girl. Okay, let's define that. So there's no such thing as misinformation anymore because you've decided that objective reality no longer exists, right? Correct. So, so this public sphere under this rubric, this, this complete hogwash, subjectivist, philosophical rubric that they decided to impose on us from almost out of nowhere, beamed from out of space. Okay, fine. The public sphere should be a free-for-all because it's all subjective. I can define my reality however I want. And no matter what I say, it's not misinformation because I get to decide it. And yes. I get to define it, and everybody gets to, hu to humor me over it. So there's no philosophical consistency because they're not sincere. That's Correct. the thing you have to understand about cultural Marxist critical theory and all of these academic eggheads who I had to listen to for years and years and years in graduate school. They are not sincere. They only care about a means to an end. Correct. We are the means to their end of power and money for them. If you don't understand that, I challenge you to go out and examine the consistency of, I don't know, climate activists who say, um, you know, uh, the apocalypse is going to happen in 10 years, like AOC. But she's, she's out jet setting. She's flying in private jets, you know, <laughs> or, or Al Gore or Leonardo DiCaprio, 
if they thought the, the apocalypse was going to happen, that everything they do in their lives is immoral, it's insincere, they have no commitment to it, they're liars. And yes. you are their dupe. You yeah. are their mark, and you are a fool for listening to them. So just think of qui bono, who benefits in terms of money and power, and that usually will cause you enough suspicion to know if something is true or false that is coming out of their mouths. And, and at the end of the day, at the end of the road, you'll realize that you are the one that knows best how do you run your life. Not some self-interested people out in Washington, hmm. not some self-interested people out in your state capital. Our founders were right. Rational, enlightened self-interest is, is the way the world works, whether we like it or not. And we best preserve the system that creates a social good while recognizing enlightened self-interest, and that's the market system, that is vol volunteerism, where we cooperate each other voluntarily and uh, without coercion, and uh, you know, and, and just limited government, yeah. the Bill of Rights, and and that's what we need to get back to, Noel. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right, Kyle. I want to grab this comment real quick from Chris. People that argue against nuclear because of waste but still use disposable plastics aren't serious people. Uh, Chris, you're absolutely correct. I would also add that anybody that argues against nuclear on any level whatsoever aren't serious people at all whatsoever. Now, back to uh, Kyle, what you said, what they're doing, and, and, and anybody with four freaking brain cells can see this, they will understand on a logical and intellectual level that there is no logical consistency or philosophical consistency in which they present their ideas. What has happened is uh, for a lack of a better term, we'll call it tribalism. It's what it is. There's a yep. more, uh, you know, a, a definitional philosophical term for it. Right. But what we're going to go with is tribalism and a cult, because there's no way these people can absolutely believe what they believe while looking at the actual statistics and the facts and the science and the history of all of what we're doing and conclude on their own and say, mm, yeah, that sounds reasonable. No, under no circumstances is it reasonable. It's not reasonable. It's absolutely unreasonable. And it's chaos. It's 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 uh what do we call it? Anarcho tyranny, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's tyrannical measures. It's absolute chaos without any rule or any law or any order. And that's what they have presenting to us. And we can prove it with your own articles, Kyle. Let me uh, read this paragraph here from the same article. The okay. Federal Digital Platform Commission would have five commissioners appointed by the president and confirmed by the U.S. Senate. It would be, quote, staffed by experts with a background in areas such as computer science, software development, and technological policy. This is unbelievable. This might as well be the Catholic Church in the medieval era with the, you know, the... Uh, uh, you know, with the witch trials and all of that, you know, there's nothing. Science is not about experts. It's not about consensus. It's about objective reality. It's about testing hypotheses. It's about falsifying hypotheses. Consensus has nothing to do with it. Experts have nothing to do with it. And the so-called right. experts throughout the, the, the pandemic were wrong repeatedly. And I think the mainstream media eventually 
much after I did, but still eventually admitted that they were wrong uh, uh, about these things. So, you know, experts are are, are hurting themselves, uh, you know, with, with, with you know, lack of credibility. They continue to throw themselves in lot with the state uh, and they continue to abuse their authority that they have worked so hard to earn through hopefully studying and effort and discipline, they are bastardizing that by throwing in with statists who are exploiting them and their authority to create fallacious arguments to support policies. I I studied public policy in graduate school. Authority has exactly zero to do with whether something is valid or not valid whether it's a good policy or bad policy. And we need to have the ability, the freedom to debate things in public policy to have a, what left-wingers would esteem to be a democracy, which I, what I will throw them a bone <laughs> and say that just means self-government or, or rep- represent, you know, some type of representative <laughs> government where I would say like they're representing the will of the people. And you cannot have the two together. It goes. You go back to ancient Greece. You go back to the the arguments in Plato and Aristotle. They talk about democracy being a tyrannical system, the tyranny of the majority. Why do we have to continue to relive this idiocy over and over and over again, and ignore the truly progressive steps that our founders in America put forward in the Revolutionary Amen. War and the Enlightenment? to tell us that we are born with God-given individual rights to life, liberty, the pursuit of the uh, of happiness. Full stop. There's not really much more to, to change about that. Um, you can quibble about the right to property like George Mason did with the Virginia Declaration of Rights, which I think was a great idea on his part. But, you know, more or less, everything after that is regressive yeah. If you are educated enough to know actual history from the medieval period to the ancient period and before, you'll see that tyranny is the commonplace way that human beings have lived until we got big lies. That's correct. From prophets and you know the you know tyrannical governments, you know from Gilgamesh and you know the Sumerians and the Babylonians and the Akkadians and all of this tyranny is the way that things used to be and capitalism helped liberate us. The problem is that Karl Marx and, you know, his, his mentor, George Hegel and the Germans and the Prussians and And Europeans and all these other eggheads decided what we need is a totalitarian government where we're all integrated society, economy, and, uh, you know, um, government together running every aspect of human lives that we can manage this and perfect this but if you if you contrast this against the 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 insights of the enlightenment about human nature uh self-interest you will see that everything that's subsequent to that for whether it be the soviet commissars or the ccp uh apparatchiks who are in charge in china today they are corrupt. They pursue their self-interest. You can see the same with the so-called socialists on the left, AOC, Al Gore, uh, Hillary Clinton, D- 
the Bidens, they are corrupt to the core. Why? Because they pursue their self-interest. So what's the core problem? The core problem is we give central government too much power over our lives. And the power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Edmund Burke was 100% right, and we need to really respect the innovation and the insights of our founding fathers to realize that the, the, the more things change, the more they stay the same. And the things that mm. we're seeing, the corruption in the United States right now, it are corrupt corruption problems that Europe has grasped or grappled with for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. And that's what our founders were trying to escape. And, the, and if we want to change corruption, we have to change the incentives to corruption. And that means taking power away from the central government and restoring it to the states, restoring it to the people. Because at least we can mitigate the damage that that corruption and power uh, brings when, when you, when you uh, decide to give that up to the government. And we have to take it you back. You're absolutely one thousand percent. I'm gonna table the um the the answer as to what you think would be how we take the power back because we're gonna shelf that for later. That's a great I think this is fantastic. Um, I, I wanna I wanna that's a great segue into what we as liberty minded folks like the Freedom Caucus, you know, whether it be true constitutional constitutional conservatives libertarians anarchists or otherwise like to, I, I guess i would have likened it to um i would liken it to what tim bull says it's more like the freedom caucus right and that uh, decentralization is the answer 1000 percent across the board now your other article is the who basically asking and advocating for a one world government now let me jump to this comment real quick because i love this so much from chris a representative government captured by academia and corporate overlords is no freer than a monarchy it just has less accountability absolutely correct and i'm going to use one of my favorite quotes from a movie from all time and look you can bash me for quoting movies, but tell me I'm wrong. Mel Gibson in The Patriot stood in front of that uh, political arena and said a legislature can trample a man's rights just as much as a freaking monarchy can yeah. or a king or otherwise. Prove me wrong. Now, with that being said, Kyle, your other article, The Who Urges Global Governance, literally global governance, a one more government government to address pandemics and climate change gop respond with bills to leave who now i don't trust the gop to freaking do anything whatsoever they have proved themselves to be useless spineless and even worse complicit corrupt cowards and, and, and the majority of cases right yeah in the majority of cases they're happy as my dad would say they were ha they are happy to ride in the trunk of the democratic party let me read this from Kyle Becker, our guest right here from 521, just a few days ago, literally four days ago. The WHO, the World Health Organization, has made a call for sovereign nations to relinquish, listen to this, y'all, to relinquish some of their governance authority to a global body. 
in order to combat various challenges, including health emergencies, climate change, and social and economic inequalities. My guy, how is this not perfect? a perfect uh, segue into exactly what you were talking about, into being self-governing and not relinquishing our governing authority as American citizens and outsourcing that authority and political power to an, a singular entity or otherwise. My God. You know, I think that the WHO has pr pr proved themselves to be a puppet of China at this point, the, the Communist Party, I think Tidros, he has communist roots. He was in, basically installed by the CCP to run the WHO. And Donald Trump was absolutely right to pull out from the WHO and no longer recognize their authority. Um, you know, technically speaking, the WHO doesn't have any authority over the U.S. because of our Constitution. But as we saw with the COVID pandemic, neither does Dr. Fauci, right? right? Dr. Fauci has exactly zero authority to tell us whether to lock down or our kids to wear masks in school or whether they should get jabs because, you know, it protects the community and protects everyone, which was a blatant lie. And there was absolutely zero scientific evidence as someone in one of those companies admitted to before the European Parliament, right? So there was zero scientific basis for Fauci to make that recommendation, just like there's zero uh, scientific basis for a lot of the things that the World Health Organization has to say to Americans. And at the end of the day, the WHO is an intergovernmental organization that has zero representative uh, government at all over, 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 its, over any constituents. They represent no one but themselves. And for the United States to act like the WHO has some sort of uh, authority over us just tells us how unserious the representatives are we have in this country. They are absolutely silly, stupid people uh, who are otherwise corrupt evil, and, and self-interested because they are there to represent us. They're there. We have plenty of of organizations where taxpayers, we pay them to do research into things like pandemics. Yep. We don't need any intergovernmental bodies. We don't need the United Nations. We don't need them. They are constitutionally chartered to represent us, to do a job. They are our employees at the end of the day. They are nothing more than somebody who we say, you know what? I have actual things to do so let me give some things that i can't be bothered to do i don't have time to do it i'll give these people to you know to to congress to do them for us because i have actually i have an actual life to live i have things <laughs> to do i have real world problems to deal with so you as my employee who i hire to solve problems Go ahead and study your problems. You come back to us and tell us what you find as a potential solution. And we'll tell you if it's good or bad by deciding if you get reelected again or not. Okay. So yep. what has corrupted this entire system is money. Okay. Correct. I'm a capitalist. I believe in free markets. I believe in choice. That doesn't mean that a, a 
corporation that makes billions of dollars should trump our choice about who is representing us because they make money because we buy their products. That doesn't mean they should have a superior say in the choice of our representatives. Representatives are meant to represent people and not businesses, if that makes sense to libertarians. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. Right. So we need a separation of money and politics the way we need separation of state. So we need to find a way for real to keep corporations from trumping the will of the people, which is what they are doing. And, and, and because if, as long as they continue to do this, Noel, we're going to be diminished in our capacity to have real representative government. So that's one thing where the hard left and the libertarian right, supposedly, in this weird, distorted system, the way they like <laughs> very us, weird these little dumb boxes they like to put us. Correct. Where we could agree, we could agree to say, let's get the, the money out of politics because the the foundation of representative government is not about how great your business is and, and how much profit you make. You're not there to represent profits. You're there to represent citizens in our will of the people, whether you make a lot of money or not. So let's unite. And do something about it at some point. Amen. Well, yeah. So. No, no, that's perfect. Exactly. Because that's exactly what we need to do. And that, that's exactly where I wanted to go with this next paragraph from your article. And it says, uh, let me give it a little bit of backstory for those listening. Representatives Andy Biggs, a Republican from Arizona, referred to a report from the House Foreign Affairs Committee that accused the CCP, for those that don't know, the CCP is the Chinese Communist Party, of engaging in a cover-up during the COVID-19 pandemic and highlighted the WHO's, the World Health Organization's alignment with the Communist China Party. This year, Republicans in Congress have introduced legislation to sever ties with the World Health, World Health Organization, including the WHO Withdrawal Act, which would end U.S. membership in the World Health Organization. Amen. Let's freaking do that, please. Uh, the No Taxpayer Funding for the World Health, World Health Organization Act would also end American taxpayers' financial contracts contributions to the who kyle how much confidence do you have that we can sever ties with this uh global government that is clearly infecting and polluting the entire world and how much confidence do you have in the republicans of this american government to actually sever ties with the who if you're so disposed uh to help donald trump get back in the office he, he has proven already that he's willing to do it so you can have quibbles or qualms one way or the other. You know, I certainly do. Uh, no politician is perfect. And certainly there's, you know, you take any politician and you're going to be able to shoot slings and arrows at them. But Donald Trump For has sure. backed up what he said and he has pulled out of the WHO before. That shows he's not afraid to do it. He's not afraid to back out of these organizations to bring peace in a period where it seems like you know the the military industrial complex wants to wants to have war, uh, and you know so I think libertarians have a good reason to support Donald Trump. Uh, you know I like Don, Ron DeSantis. I've interviewed him before. I think he's great. I, I think Donald Trump has proven that he he's 
uh, backed up a lot of what he said he would do when he was in office. So I think he's a great choice too. In terms of policy, I, I don't care about personalities, honestly. It, it, it's much too important, period, in American history. I'm sure every generation could say the same thing. But it just seems like such a pivotal time where, you know, Donald Trump has proven that he will back up what he says. He will pull out of the WHO. Um, and I, I, you know, so I think that that's what it takes. If you, if you elect a Democrat, you're going to get more globalist governance. You're going to be more, see more partnering with the WHO. Yeah. You're going to see more emergencies that they look to exploit in, in ways to get around the U S constitution and its constraints. So, um, if you want to return to constitutional government and sanity, I think the choice is clear. You got to go with Donald Trump, and they and they can call him unstable, and you know they can point to his boisterous and flamboyant way of speaking all they want. But the the fact is that his policies were much more sensible and common sense, and much more respectful of the Constitution than the Democratic Party has been since Obama and forward. So I just think if, if, if you're able to detach yourself a little bit and look back and just lay out, you know, you know what you value as an American citizen and just stop, don't look so much at personalities, but look at actions, you'll see that Donald Trump's policies were better for the country than Obama, than Bush. I mean, I, he was an establishment Republican. I'm not a fan of George Bush, um, Bill Clinton. You know, going back to you know George H. W. Bush and and so forth. Right. I think Trump has had one of the more respectful, common sense administrations, and I think the COVID pandemic, it, it, you know, the blotch that that hangs on him was ex trusting experts like we to go towards. You're saying, you know, and, and you can hardly blame him. I'm not a pandemic expert. If somebody put me in his position for at least two months, I would have to try to figure out what the hell is going on. You know, for at least two months to be like, oh, so they say 15 days to slow the spread, you know, whatever. Like, you know, that seems reasonable at the time. Yeah, I was totally against that. Is. But it violates the Constitution and they've, they've, you know, we'll see what happens. I wrote an article recently, Noel, and people gravitated towards that about China saying they're going to get a new, the, the XXB uh, you know, uh, variant that, that is spreading across China and they have two new vaccines out for it already. Is that going to be something that we have to deal with in our elections, Noel? I don't, I, I hope yeah. not, but, uh, a lot of people are afraid that that might happen to be another excuse to, um, to, to, to make the election not secure. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know where we're going to go in that fashion because I hope not. I'm I'm not somebody that supports the idea that the 2020 election was stolen out of the ballot right. box. I think that's a yeah. I think that's a very uh, yeah. If you want to use the word rigged yeah. in a more sensible and yeah, that's uh, logical, I, that, I've been put on the spot, and and that's what I say because yeah, because yeah, I look at me too. Zuckerberg. I look at the rules right. that were changed. That's the way I exactly go to, to Noel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm to, I, I will absolutely co-sign the fact that if we're going to look at what happened in the 2020 election as more of a quote-unquote rig scenario, when it comes to my God, the 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 media interference, the favorite the, the, the suppression diet. of yeah. uh, you know Censorship. articles and information. Yeah, 100. But I, I can't co-sign the no, whole, abs no. I I'm yeah. I'm with you. You know right. I, on that point i think but, but we do have to move forward 
we do have to fix those things. And so we do need to look forward into the future as to say, okay, look, if we're going to have a truly free and fair elections, then if that's possible, literally, if that's possible, how are we supposed to obtain that with a very, very extremely biased and corrupt left-wing media? Because to me, that's not possible unless we start doing things like promoting, uh, you know, Becker News CEO, you know, uh, yeah, the Blaze, and I wrote an the Daily Wire, the, the Off the Wire. Yeah, if you look at big tech today, like they, you know, LinkedIn, which, you know, their former CEO and they have close ties to China. They censored Vivek Ramaswamy, you know, and I yes, mean, they did. They just did that today. Right. But if they're going to censor him, they'll censor Donald Trump. They'll censor uh, Ron DeSantis, but they're not going to censor Bill Clinton. No, or not Bill Clinton. Uh, you know they're gonna they're not gonna censor Joe Biden or same, same anybody difference. else. Uh, you know that that might challenge him. Um, so I, I think that you know we have to take a principled stand against this and again support the Disclose Act. Uh, you yes, know, you know I think Rand Paul is a great. You know he's been very supportive of this. Big fan. And, you know, and and if we don't if we don't act on these things, if we act like passive bystanders to this. We're just going to continue just to complain. Yep. And uh, we're, we're not going to change. But if we look at the pressure that was brought to bear against Bud Light, the pressure that was brought to, brought was to bear against Target already yeah. lost $9 billion yep. in the last week. Um, you, you will find that there's a sleeping majority, a silent majority uh, uh, among us there, that, are, that is looking for leadership. and a channel for us to make our opinions and our values known. Right. And I think that the, you know, and I agree with some people like even Ben Shapiro, who, you know, I don't follow him very closely, but I agree to some extent where uh, they take it for granted that we're good people. Matt Walsh has made this point too, that, 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 you know, Christian conservatives or libertarians who are like live and let, let live types like myself and, and perhaps you, Noel, and they take it for granted that we're just going to be tolerant of them forever, overstepping right. our rights and, and, and targeting our children and bringing that into our schools and 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 accusing us of bigotry and, and race, racism and and, and all sorts of horrible things, which yeah, I'm not guilty of those things. I'm sorry. I'm more anti-racist than your typical anti-racism Yahoo mm -hmm. who, who accuses white people who, you know, I never supported Jim Crow. I'm right. sorry, dumbass. Right. I, I never supported slavery. I think all of this is fundamentally philosophically wrong. Okay. And I've always felt that way. I live in South Carolina. I went to schools where I was a minority in the school i was like you know white 10 percent of people were white in the schools multiple schools you know i don't i don't judge people by their skin color i judge them by their actions that's what martin luther king jr told us that is a is a good way to live your life yeah so it, the the point being that we need to re, we need to organize and put pressure on corporations yes where I think like libertarians like myself, like in college, I was the vice president of libertarians, libertarian party. I wrote for a libertarian publication. I, I liked Ron Paul. I, 
you know, I started liking Rand Paul. Rand Paul was right. um, all of this. I'm, I'm a libertarian, but corporations have bastardized the free market system. They it's have corporatism that has nothing to do with free markets. Uh, they've captured the government in a lot of big, big pharma, for example. They've captured the government. So we need to set, we need to organize, we need to hard harness social media, digital media, and just communicate with each other, whatever, like through podcasts or whatever. Just communicate with each other to to organize like an army. We need to be like an army of fellow-minded Americans who nonviolently, through civil disobedience or through organized consumerist behavior or through voting, make our will known to corporations and the government and you know state state governments is great look at ron DeSantis. look at what he did with the esg and uh die (laughs) Uh, he's banned digital currency in florida so like what i would say is like yeah we can look to the presidency every four years but you can mobilize and put pressure on your governor now you can put pressure on your state legislature now and 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 you, we can create a domino effect, a ripple effect throughout the states, throughout the heartland, throughout the Bible Belt, throughout the South, um, to stand up against it. Because I think, like uh, Noel, like when 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 Ron DeSantis said that he wasn't going to ex- accept central bank uh, digital currency, it's a great message to send other states. Like, look, you can yeah. do it. You can tell the Federal Reserve nobody elected you. We don't know. <laughs> we don't even know who the fuck you are. You have some <laughs> central bank sort of thing. You came with your creature, creature of Jekyll Island. Like, yeah, who are you are. people? We didn't elect you. We don't recognize your currency. Go away. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I, I, I'm pardon, looking for the F bomb, but that's the Federal Reserve. No, you're good. Can't yeah, the Federal Reserve, Jekyll Island. Yep. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, 19- I'm sure you knew that reference. 19. 19- 18, 1920, 1914, something like that. Oh, Woodrow Wilson, yeah, president in history. Uh, Kyle, we got about uh, 30 seconds left, man. How can people support you? How can they follow you? I'm going to give you the screen. You know, just, just, just interact with me, tweet with me. You know, just uh, talk with me on on, at Kyle N A Becker at Twitter.com. If you want to read my Substack, that's great. Um, You know, but anyways, I'm much appreciated. You know, you're always free to reach out to me, give me tips. What interests you? Just respond to me. I'm pretty easygoing and, and easy to get a hold of on, on Twitter, especially. So, you know, I, I'm available to listen to you. So thank you. Thank you for hearing me out. And Noel. Uh, yeah, no, that that's point. awesome, Kyle. Thank you so much for joining me, man. I look forward to more of your articles as I download them and use them on my show quite frequently. Please you're always welcome. doing what you're doing. All and right. I love it. Thank you so much it. for thank joining so me, man. Much, guys. I I really appreciate the time. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye. Bye. That's Kyle Becker at Kyle Becker online. Absolutely fantastic. Substack, Twitter, all of the above. Thank you so much. We will end on a good note because I know that's a lot of heavy information there when it comes to, um, Quite literally, you're looking at the expansion of the surveillance state and you're looking at the expansion of not even an expansion, just straight up freaking advocation or advocacy on behalf of the who for a literal one world government. I'll go into those articles a little bit more in detail later this week because I wanted to get Kyle's 
uh, perspective on it. And then you got it. You got it. And now I'll dig into the details of these articles later this week because they are unbelievably frightening. And that is not fear porn, I promise you. These are amazingly disturbing details. And so thank you very much for Kyle, to Kyle, for joining me. Uh, go follow him. Subscribe to his Substack. Absolutely fantastic information there. And I hope that you learned something. And I hope that you enjoyed it very, very much. So if only he could read them. Not sure about that. <laughs> Chris says we could go for another hour. I was saying a lot of comments. I'm not going to get to all of them. Anyway, um, let, let's do this. Let's uh, let's end on a a more lighter note, shall we? Because that's a lot of heavy information. Thank you, everyone, for joining me the entire time. It was outstanding. Thank you to Kyle. Uh, great information, and we look forward to hearing from him and reading more of his content let's watch this what? it looks so it looks like you're enjoying yourself Yee. oh yeah that looks like you're enjoying okay you okay <laughs> i'm okay okay how is it <laughs> for the for those listening later this is a a, a young a young girl she's uh the caption reads uh, Biden supporters trying to pretend that everything is okay, and she's literally throwing up in her mouth over the food, trying to pretend that everything is okay. Fantastic. Um, legacy Zach, stack up and stay strapped. Yeah, you know, regardless of any content being pushed, that is always admirable and promoted or at least on this channel so, so um thank you all for joining uh i appreciate it very much please like the show share subscribe youtube facebook uh or i'm sorry youtube spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, basically anywhere you can get your podcast please share the show subscribe like it um this show continues to grow obviously when you have guests that um you know, I should not be able to get a hold of and have on here. And so, uh, thank you very much. I love you very much. I will see you. Um, I've got to get off of here and record tomorrow's lunch segment. Oh, by the way, let me mention this before I get off, please. Um, Wednesday's daily show. You need to watch that. You need to watch that. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, it's on Facebook, it's on Twitter, it's on YouTube. It's labeled something to the effect of they're telling us what's coming and I can prove it. That's an important one. I'm not saying that to promote it. It's already very popular already. I don't need your stats. I don't need your follows. I don't need your likes. I'm telling you this because that's how important it is. It's already got all that. It's, it's already got all the data that's needed for me to not promote it in agreement with my specific channel. I don't need that. I'm telling you it because it's for you. Not a joke. Let me be clear. And then I would ramble off some nonchalant, incoherent garbage that would succeed 
anything that Joe Biden would say that he pred- <laughs> he would say before <laughs> as he would use that uh that nonsense. So um yeah, please go watch that. Go to the YouTube channel, uh Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever. It's titled They're telling you what's coming and I can prove it. Go check that out. That's a big one. That being said, I will see you tomorrow at noon central for Off the Wire Daily. I love each and every one of you. Galatians 220 and I am